Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am an agent of Barnabas. Bad actors. Mm-hmm. Bad actors reacting, noticing a bat, and shrieking. I have been off and on for like the last year or so. I've kind of been getting watching uh, Dark Shadows on wow. Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd heard, I'd always heard about it and never ever watched it. Uh huh. And, um, <laughs> it is a product of its time for sure. It's yeah. not, it's not bad, but, but it's also not really good. <laughs> there are some there 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 are some good actors doing stuff with wonky material, and then there mm-hmm. are some really bad actors just treading water with bad material. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is crazy. And the latest episode had. And there's a couple of kid actors that are the worst. Like, ugh, they just get under your skin, and you're yeah. you're you're just you're dying for the vampire to eat them, or for them to get locked in a mausoleum, or for them to fall down the well and never get found. Like, mm-hmm. they're the worst. And <laughs> the most recent episode I saw had one of the kids. Um, being chased by a bat in his bedroom and mm-hmm. since it was the 60s um, and they didn't have special effects really the bat yeah, was exactly. oh, I no. was going to say like a shadow like someone's hand making a shadow but it wasn't because you could see the boom holding the bat so it was it it was so bad. <laughs> it was just like flopping around in the air, and it 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 looked like paper mache, like it like a, like a bat using hanger. a coat a coat hanger to move it along kind of thing. It totally, totally. Yeah. It was like the bat off of Batman's chest, kind of flapping around in the air, and the kid <laughs> was shrieking like it was it it was it was insane it was insane i mean it's it it is what it is it it's it's amazing because it was only a half hour show and so with commercials and stuff taken out of it it's it's usually like 20 minutes boom yeah and even then the amount of story that they get through is so slow every episode someone is like they're asking like a question and then they repeat it with another question and how are you feeling what do you mean how i'm feeling well i think i mean how are you feeling well i'm not sure how to answer that like (laughs) they stretch it out over minutes and minutes when really they could just cut to the chase and boom 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 but you know you know it is what it is if you're yeah it's for yes yes (laughs) okay all right so you're watching Dark Shadows. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember um, the show Strange Paradise? Hmm. Maybe. It was about this 
this guy whose wife had been fro- was like in like a cryogenic freeze and um it was a, it was basically a canadian response to um dark shadows now dark shadows ran 1225 episodes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. strange paradise 195 oh, um, and it, and it was canadian so ooh. oh yeah and oh. you really feel it yeah um, but the same kind of, you know, cable knit turtlenecks and, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, you know exactly what I'm saying. And, totally. uh, dank basements and, yes. Um, and so it was, um, what was it? It was basically this guy who's a billionaire. His name's John, uh, Jean Paul Desmond and, uh, his wife dies on this Car- Caribbean Island. And so, he makes a deal, a, an ill-fated bargain with the spirit of his sinister ancestor, Jacques <laughs> de Monde. Uh, and, um, <clears throat> and then there's like, uh, yeah, so he's, he's, there's all these people who show up there and, um, yeah, weird show, weird show. And I remember, you know, trying to watch it and trying to keep up with it. And even then, like, I don't know, it's pretty lame. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my. I you know what? I don't think I've, I'm going to have to check it out cuz yeah, you know. I I I I don't know how you could have missed it uh growing up watching Canadian television. Well, no kidding cuz they get yeah. a show and they like it, <laughs> they are not going to let it go. They're going to repeat it, no. and repeat it and repeat it. And I know I know uh you've dabbled in the daytime TV. Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. when that's like that's when it was on, and because yeah. uh, the, the oh. idea of it was meant to be like a you know mysterious uh, you know mis- you know mysterious mystical soap kind of thing, like huh. dark shadows. Like dark shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to check it out. Was it black Absolutely. and white or color? No, or? no, it was in color. Um, okay. Because huh. they started making it. It was like in the late '60s. It was as. Um, Dark Shadows became more popular. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. See, Dark Which Shadows, was, you know, once yeah. Bar- Barnabas shows up. Yes, starts black and white, and then, and then they have like a chunk of time where they're sometimes color, sometimes black and white. And oh, can, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, some episodes will be color, and then the next one will be black and white, and then they go back to color, and you yeah. can totally tell that they're like they're wearing clothing that is this is supposed to be our black and white clothing. And then they get a color episode and you're like, Oh, Oh, that would probably look good. Black and white. Uh-huh, <laughs> but uh-huh. it doesn't look, and their makeup. Oh, when they're wearing like the black and white makeup on a color day. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh boy. But I mean, that's, I mean, that was, that was the, the time. That was the time. It was indeed. Uh-huh. It was, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and this one, the guy used to play both Jacques and Jean-Paul. And he had a ring <laughs> that he would like turn and then his face would get, you know, evil. Um, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It was good stuff. I tell you, it was uh, the, the finest. Uh, I mean, it, it was up there with the trouble with Tracy. Um, oh, as, oh. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> See, again, 
people, if you know, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Oh, man. So there we have it. Mm-hmm. So that is me. That, that sounds is fantastic. Me. <laughs> well, folks, I'm Paul French, and um, and well, I am the uh, the head reader of Scrappy. Ooh. No, don't worry, not Scrappy Doo. <laughs> That's exactly power. where my head. Went. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, summer comic reading and picking primo yarns. Um, I've just been. Uh, uh, just come. I've just literally earlier today uh, come back from another camping trip, and uh, and I had a whole bunch of of uh, cool comics to read, including Sandman Mystery Theater. And I'm Ooh. really there's. I know there's a second compendium coming, but I am really doing my best to enjoy it slowly. And you know, so read it. Read an arc. Give it a break for a couple of weeks. Come back, read another arc because it is just perfection. I mean, it is so really good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and the second compendium isn't out yet. So um, yeah, so I've been reading that, and you know, and I remember I remember enjoying the hell out of it when it was coming out, and I was buying it monthly for a good chunk of its run, and. but I'm getting so much more out of it now, and uh, and so it's it's been fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, again, it's that whole oh, it, it it's come out as like a, a compendium released as part of the Sandman universe. And it's like I guess okay, very 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 tangentially. But, yeah, but, but sure. you know what? If that gets them to put this stuff out, absolutely, whatever it takes. Power for sure. to them, absolutely. Yep. Um, so there's that. I have finally been reading all of Doomsday Clock, realizing that I had skipped most of it just to the stuff that you know had Legion type stuff in it, and um, <laughs> and and have actually been enjoying that, despite my qualms about you know does it does it really need to happen? And it's like. And there's some bits that kind of bug me about it, where it, it where it's like, uh, you know, it's almost it's almost like uh, like Johns is just trying to troll uh, Alan Moore, and like <laughs> it's, this thing that you said was an important tenet of it, that whole it never ends. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. say everything ends, and <laughs> um, and so, um, but that aside, like, man, Gary Frank is on fire in that book it is just amazing what what he does in that thing and and you know you got the feeling that they were really pushing him because you know john's couldn't hit a a deadline uh on the broad side of a barn (laughs) or something like that um (laughs) i don't know how um but to, to you know just stretch a metaphor to the breaking point um <laughs> but uh but man uh, you know so you got to figure at some point they were like really pushing john uh frank to like well you got to make up some of the time and if he did it doesn't show in the work it is just no that is true yeah the art is pretty top notch if, if you know like hey even even perez you know uh legion of uh th- of three worlds toward the end you know they were they were rougher layouts um you know a lot of things going into that of course but um, yeah, yeah. 
but you know every you know you can you can sometimes tell when uh, when people are being pushed to uh to get it done and 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 you know Gary Frank is not showing any of that and it's it's awesome another yeah. thing another thing uh, uh i read was uh the first issue of superman the last days of lex luthor and oh, uh-huh. and uh it's written by mark wade yeah yeah uh, with art by Brian Hitch, but inked by Kevin Nolan. And that would be an interesting combo, I think. It really is. And it, it's interesting because, you know, Hitch is so hyper real with a lot of what he does. Yes. And Nolan isn't. <laughs> and uh, so it is interesting, sort of, you you see that little bit of kind of combat in style. Uh, but it works. And, um, you know, I mean, Nolan is one of the most recognizable anchors. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's no there's no question. Um, and uh, yeah, so but it looks great. Um, and story's good. I can't wait for the next issue. And um, yeah, uh, and and the oversize, uh, you know, the oversized pages. Um, this one. <laughs> Like they really can't get it together on the uh, on the black label trim size. <laughs> they're they're all over the place. It's like I don't know. Let's do it this this big. Um, so you know it doesn't. You know they they uh, at the dragon they would use like the magazine bags for a lot of them, and, right, right, right. Uh, and that worked well. On this one, nope, that's not happening. <laughs> um, so I, I find it interesting that it's like you know okay they're just kind of doing what they want to do, uh-huh. and. Um, but I, I I gotta say the uh, the the you know the slightly oversized paper um, bears out that artwork nicely. So yeah, been uh, been enjoying that. Uh, there's the new um, they they did like a, a Tales of the Titans uh, series. Mm-hmm. That one I have um, been reading. Yeah, it's pretty neat, and I love that the covers, the Nicholas Scott covers. Are yeah, yeah. clearly an homage to uh, to the the uh, the old Perez covers from the original uh-huh. yeah. uh, Tales series. So I assume we're getting a Changeling and a Cyborg next. Um, uh, no, yeah. we're getting no. we're getting Donna Troy, and and then Beast Boy. Yeah, but okay. No Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Donna. Well, Cyborg's you know he's had a bit of exposure over the last couple of years, uh, and you know he's got his own book, so. Fair, fair. I but think, Donna Troy I mean, is just like, now. what is it now? Um, <laughs> I know. But, but yeah, they, they really do. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> that poor um, kid. It, it could do with a little explaining, for sure. <laughs> now, you know, starting off with Starfire and Raven, it's like, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, but, uh, but you know, the the. The art's been great. The story's actually really good. Um, they're possibly in the, in any team of Titans. Um, my least favorites. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised at how much I enjoyed the Raven story because she's not generally one that I'm going to gravitate towards. But I yeah. thought it was a good issue. I like yeah, no absolutely. Complaints. It really surprised yeah. me. It uh-huh. really surprised me. And... Um, and uh yeah you know i mean that was my issue like that that's what slowed me down at the beginning of the titans tv series was 
was wow. That. Was <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Um, but that was the big thing. That was the big make it easy to easy to stop because it was man, it was a lot of Raven. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. First season for sure. All Raven all the time. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I haven't gotten any further because of that. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so yeah, just been uh, picking some comics to read. I'm going to restart American Vampire because now I have all of the volumes. And uh, so I got to start from the beginning so that I remember <laughs> where I left off. Right I've, on. I've, I've read the, like, it, it used to be that it's it'd be like, all right, so got to read uh, volume one. Oh, I made it up to volume three, and then I stopped for a while. All right, oh, gotta start at volume one again, and then <laughs> make it to four. It's like, and then and then stop for a bit, and then it's like, ah, oh, I gotta, ah, oh, come on. And so I've read volume one a whole bunch of times, um, uh-huh. uh, but you know, I, I, there's there's worse things one can have in uh, in the world than to uh, to read Scott Snyder's vampire story with all that uh, Raphael Albuquerque art. So right. oh, you yeah. can't make a wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> Tagline. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> totally, totally. He's got to get that out there. <laughs> right? If he hasn't already, he needs uh, to. Madness. He needs to get on that. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Murray? Alrighty, we are looking at Rebels number 23. It is the conclusion, I guess, to their little uh, foray into Green Lantern land there. Yeah. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those lanterns, they can be they can be trouble. Well, can I be. Mean. <laughs> If you're Bill Dox, they are totally trouble. Absolutely. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we got a cover by Francis Portella, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Another good one. Vril taking a giant gun to John Stewart Green Lantern. And uh, solid. Red and white background. It's very good. It's a good striking cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And John Stewart, I guess he's still he's still around at this point. Although we've got, oh yeah, we've got like regular OG Green Lantern back because we we're through uh, Blackest Night. So yeah, exactly. We're well into Hal Jordan country, but. He does not get the cover this time. This time we get John Stewart. All righty, let's dive in here. Do you want to take it or do you want me to take yeah, it? Yeah, sure thing. Sure thing. Okay. Um, all right. So we start off with uh, in Ranagar Plaza mm-hmm. as planetary protector Adam Strange and Legion Top Brass welcome dignitaries from the Green Lantern Corps. On the agenda, ending a war of words and fostering cooperation between two interstellar peacekeeping organizations. And everyone seems to be dressed, and these two soldiers seem to be dressed uh, from the Jericho line. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so we see uh, Blackfire. And then over the other side. We see uh, Lobo. Um, Dom, what's the Dominator's name again? 
Uh, isn't it Dominator? I does it have a name? I can't remember. No, you're probably right. Dominator. Um, you know, uh, like Eric, Eric the Dominator. Eric the um, Dominator. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> all right. Um, and we see Lobo blowing hugs and kisses with his uh, cigar. We see uh, Captain Comet. We see Starfire. We see uh, Wildstar. And we have uh, um, Vril. And uh, behind him, it looks like Almond Hawk. Yep, yep, yep. Despite Doc's own bad reputation, people are now questioning the motives and methods of Green Lanterns, particularly here, or especially here in the Vega sector. Still, the Lanterns have a billion-year track record of good deeds to bolster their case, and they're represented today by one of their most respected officers. And this is from uh, a Newsnode exclusive. And we see just a pair of boots. And there it is, John Stewart. Okay, rookies, let's get through this without making things any worse. <laughs> He's got a couple of lanterns around him. They don't get Frickman tags. Um, yeah, the disrespect. They've just had right? like they each had like a spotlight issue, and they still don't get their little Frickman tag. Yeah. To be a rebel. Conclusion. Tony Bedard, writer. Claude Saint Aubin, penciler. Scott Hanna, inker. Rich and Tanya Hori, colorists, Travis Lanham, letterer, and Francis Portella with Javier Mania on the cover, uh, Sean Ryan, associate editor, and Brian Cunningham, editor. They consider themselves the alternative to the Green Lantern Corps, an outer space police force for hire called Legion, licensed extra governmental interstellar operative network. They would also they would be known as Rebels. <laughs> So um, uh, Adam Strange comes forward and says, on behalf of the Zeta Directorate, welcome to RAN. And Stuart says, on, on behalf of the Green Lantern Corps, thank you for your hospitality. Ever wonder how two, du two dudes from Earth ended up representing a zillion aliens, he says as they <laughs> shake hands. <laughs> um, uh, and Adam answers, I'm in it for the chicks, John. What's your excuse? <laughs> but seriously, I'm surprised you brought those two. I mean... They don't exactly play well with others. And uh, John says, oh, they're definitely on thin ice with my little blue bosses right now. But unless the Guardians replace them, they are still the official Green Lanterns of the Vega sector. <laughs> Honor Lantern Stewart, congratulations on your recent promotion, says Docs. And he says, watch out, Docs. Smile any, big any bigger and you'll blow an O-ring. He says, it looks more natural on camera. I've been practicing. <laughs> right so that's the photo op let's get down to business shall we stop staring alton lantern stewart warned us to be on our best behavior tell him that <laughs> and uh um lobo blows uh cigar smoke in his face says i see you eyeballing me kid anytime you're up for a rematch i would love to oblige you lobo but my first duty is to the core it is till they kick you out then I'm croaking your scrawny butt. <laughs> uh, Planet Scion, an artificial world and home to the Scion Empirical Council, led by science marshal Halor, inventor of the device that destroyed Planet Tamaran. Hmm. This is from Vega Defense Weekly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and gentlemen, 
our world was defiled by these two females. And we see the uh, the uh, female lantern and Starfire. Breeding Nexus 5 is a total loss. Such a crime cannot go unpunished. General Fintus, review our counter-strike options. Uh, of course, Science Marshal. Just give me a moment. Looks like he's just waking up. <laughs> General, are you ill? I felt fine this morning, but do I look unwell? As he basically just drives out into a husk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not looking and, great there, buddy. Yeah, and then he kind of <laughs> dusts out. Must be a bioweapon. Scan for airborne pathogens. Quarantine the... Oh, and they all seem stricken by it. Security council chambers are compromised. Security, this is Halor. Respond. And they're all dusted. Your guards cannot answer, Scion. I drained their life force before they even knew we were here. Who is that? Who's there? <clears throat> My name is Astral Storm Daughter. My companion calls himself Smite. And I can see by the look on your face that you recognize our master. Oh, there he oh, is. Oh, look at that. <clears throat> I know him. That is Starro. Look at that. Yeah. This is what happens when you don't let uh, Despero do his thing. He was going to mm -hmm. squish the little guy. Exactly. Star the Con Starro the Conqueror. A shadow is former self, but yes, you are correct. And you will now have the honor of restoring him to greatness. Back to Ran. Um, frankly, Adam, I'm not really sure what you hope to accomplish here, says uh, Docs. I mean, regardless of what I say about the Green Lantern Corps, there is a very real grassroots movement out there that wants you people gone. The Vega system got along fine for centuries without the Corps. Is it any surprise that seven different terrorist groups are threatening attacks if they don't leave the sector immediately? Seven groups you whipped into a frenzy, Doc, says Stuart. And we don't take our marching orders from terrorists. We have a duty here, and the sooner you stop poisoning public opinion, the sooner the uh, Lanterns, Karkum, and Admos can do their job. And what if I do not back down? Right now, we see Legion as a nuisance. Don't make me reclassify you as an active threat. Tell the man I'm not kidding, Adam. As usual, John, you're serious as a heart attack. But I really hope this would be a grown-up dialogue and not a pissing contest. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going to happen now. We'll wait a little longer so the folks outside think we're really negotiating in here. Then we'll walk out and you'll flash that nice smile and announce a new co era of cooperation between the Corps and Legion. Ah, soldiers bravado. Wasn't it your overconfidence that led to the destruction of planet Shang-Chi? <laughs> and uh, you see uh, the, the rings starting to spark up. Yeah, Don't yeah. push my buttons, docs. I push back hard. Oh, in any case, this conference is about to be overtaken by events. What do you mean, docs? What have you done? Me? Nothing. But the Citadel Liberation Front is about to collapse the Vegan Sun if Lanterns do not withdraw from the sector permanently. And he looks to, uh, um, what's his name? You know, uh, the Scion. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, or sorry, the Okaran. The Okaran uh, guy. Alton? Alton, I yes, think. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, he says, this is your sector. Handle it at once. You're going to rock 
It rotten as science self for orchestrating this son, says uh, Stewart. Says you can't and Doc says you can't prove a thing, Lantern Stewart. And when your rookies fail, my people will swoop in as saviors of the Vega sector. Uh, Vega, an F-type star whose 14 inhabited worlds comprise the most densely populated solar system in the galaxy. This, of course, from Encyclopedia Galactica. Um, mm -hmm. People of the Vega system, this is um, the Citadel Liberation Front. We've got a, si we got a singularity mod module, and we're going to snuff the sun unless the Green Lanterns go and promise to stay away. Yeah, they've got one hour to incoming transition. Or transmission. This is a bunch of Okarans. Um, really? That was fast. Okay, we're listening. Good. Now power down your all, all systems and open your airlock. We cannot guarantee your safely, safety if you make us take your ship by force. Um, and uh, you're waste, wasting your... Oh, here we go. You're wasting your breath, Gorius. That's, she's the Scion one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only warning a Citadelian understands is a blade to the neck. Just wait, Alton. I consider this an experiment. And we see uh, uh, a spinning uh, a gun uh, firing out some uh, some uh, Kirby crackle. And there's your outcome, Gorius. Screw Citadelians aren't bred to think; they're bred to fight. Just once, I wish an opponent would realize he's outmatched. And on there, the Citadelians are like, did it work? Did it work? I armed the bomb just in case it sclang. Um, big thing comes through the uh, um, the hull. Oh, yeah this, yeah. yeah. this is it, brothers. Today we die. They start shooting. Or not, as they get tied up uh, by you know, <laughs> stuff. Citadelian Liberation Front, please. You brutes are all brain-damaged clones of your emperor. You don't wipe your backsides without being told to. No way did you three plan this stunt yourselves. And um, and <laughs> Gorius says, Alton, we have a more urgent matter. And you look at the bomb, and it's massive. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I detect rising power levels, but I cannot scan the interior. This thing is going to detonate, and I cannot begin to disarm it. How do we shut it off? I said... You can't. You should have just left when we said to. One of the insurance steward. We're requesting emergency backup. What's wrong? We seized the vessel, but their bomb is counting down. <clears throat> I do not think I can stop it, sir, says Gorius. I request you take it over you take over before it's too late. Negative. Lantern Parkham. Uh, you two will solve this or no one will. Stuart out. And um, Doc says, I strongly advise you to reconsider. This is almost exactly like the situation you faced on Zanshi. Because you set it up that way. My point is that your blind faith in your ring led to that disaster. Now you're gambling on those two? Pull them out and let my people either tell my rookies how to disarm your bomb or shut the hell up. He did not even, and we go back and uh, Gloria says, uh, he did not even let me explain. Without reliable scanner data, I cannot formulate a scientifically valid plan to forget the science and go with your gut, says Alton. She says, but I, very well. This is a diagram of a basic nuclear implosion trigger. 
A core of weapons-grade fissile material is surrounded by precisely arranged conventional explosives whose energy is directed inward, compressing the core to critical mass, triggering a chain reaction. I think this bomb is just a more sophisticated version, one that creates a quantum singularity, a black hole. Yes, and if I'm correct, then damaging the explosive shell would destabilize the reaction. Crack the shell, and even if it explodes, the core won't reach critical mass. He, uh, you know, lanterns up a uh, a big axe. So it sounds simple. Are you sure about this? No, it is, as they say, a leap of faith. Well, Gorius, if I can't put faith in my partner, how can I expect others to believe in us? And he swings back and uh, swings forward, gets into the thing. And there is a big boom that blows up the uh, um, the ship. But that's okay because they're, um, <clears throat> you know, they're green lanterns. So they come out there with their uh, prisoners in tow. And he says, well, the sun is still here. And she says, yes, Alton. And so are we. And they stop up and there's uh, Rainer and, a co- and, uh, and Lantern Natu. He says, nice job. Rainer says, nice job, you two. Lantern Natu, Lantern Rainer. Lantern Ganthet, what are you doing here? Lantern Stewart asked us to back you up. Don't take it the wrong way, says uh, says Rainer. He, he believes in you. He also had a be- real bad run-in with a doomsday bomb before. John isn't one to repeat a mistake. Be, cra- be proud, my young colleague, says Ganthet. This situation was intended to embarrass the Corps, yet you reminded the entire sector why they need us. Your probationary status, over. You are no longer rookies. You have earned your badges, and you may personalize your uniforms. There we go. Yeah. Citadel officials disavow any knowledge of the terrorist group who threatened to destroy the Vega system today. Fortunately, the crisis was over almost as soon as it started, thanks to the timely intervention of Vega's own Green Lantern. Uh, approval rating for the fledgling lanterns are climbing steadily as the word as word spreads of their uh, victory today. It's from Newsnode, um, and we see that. She's made some cosmetic changes to the, the uniform, but he's turned his into ar- a suit of armor, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Congratulations, Lantern Stewart, says Docs. Your gamble pay- paid off. He says it was never a gamble. The rings chose those two for the core. You'd be amazed how good power rings are reading the content of your character. Then again, a yellow ring chose you for the Sinestro core. So you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how about we go out there and, uh, and Adam says, how about we go out there and announce that new era of cooperation John was talking about? Uh, and <laughs> just like, Herm. Then <laughs> um, we go back to um, uh, Docs and Laryl uh, five hours later. An implosion trigger? Really? It was shielded from scans. The uncertainty of the situation should have been enough to freeze that scion in her tracks. If and, and if I made the device any more complex, the morons on your payroll couldn't have shut it down either. Doc <laughs> says, yes, well, the lanterns got lucky this time. Don't worry, son. We'll have more opportunities to test your ingenuity in the months to come. So I'm to be kept on as your secret weapon? Is that it? You would prefer Would you prefer another chemical lobotomy? <laughs> this fine father-son moment that's right um, 
The secret weapon is acceptable, but let's not pretend all is forgiven between us. And Doc says, yes, well, I suppose that's a start. <laughs> um, we go to Scion and uh, we see them making an injection into uh, into Starro. Uh, the data we collected on these life forms is incomplete. And you have forced me to work much faster than I feel is safe. But I do re- believe this retroviral therapy will counteract the toxin that paralyzed your symbiote. And um, Starro, the host, says, no need to sell it, Marshal Hallor. The deed is done. Either you've re- restored my control over the Starro or... Ah, scree! <laughs> uh, Deceiver, you've slain the master. No, I swear it. The treatment should have worked. Smite, wait. And Starro says, it was a shock, but I'm starting to feel like my old self. The one who ruled nine galaxies. The one who will make Vril Docks suffer for what he did to me. Next, Starro's Revenge. Mm. Oh, that was a fun issue. I enjoyed that. It was good. <laughs> it was good. There yeah. we go. There we go. I still I still prefer uh, when Andy Clark is uh, inking. Yes. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. Scott Hanna's good and everything, but and and there was nothing wrong with the art. It's just I love that little pointillism stuff that he does. Yes. Yeah. That's a good, good look. Yeah. A good, good look. All right. So there we go. There we go, folks. We will see you all next week when we look at a new issue, a new story starting. We get back into Starland. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) That's a win for all of us. Totally. Totally, totally. We will see you all. T H E N. L A T E R. And then if Al were here, he would throw a lot of letters at you. Like it's a just like letters. It's like letters. letters it, 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 I, I swear he gets like a, a thing of a box of alphabets and he just starts, <laughs> just starts pulling them out. Yeah, depending on how hungry he is. So sometimes it's like exactly. seven or eight. But if he hasn't eaten, He's getting Look into out. the whole box of letters there. It's deep. It's deep. <laughs> I'm sure we'll see you next week. <laughs> it's deep.